Welcome in Vegas Fever Podcast. Jason and Paula here with you. Hi. How you feeling? Good. You feeling good? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Long day. Didn't really get to see each other much, but here we are. Mm -hmm. Doing something that we love to do. I didn't know if you heard, kind of wanted to bring this up at the top of the show. Um at Patrick Kane traded to the Rangers. I haven't heard. They didn't it doesn't really seem like the Rangers gave up that much, but they they did get Patrick Kane. So sorry for your loss. Yeah, that just is a number. <laughs> you know, there's there's a gain that we'll get to uh in just a little bit, but the Rangers got Tarasenko and Kane, which started oh, wow. off as a couple of uh, Vegas hopeful, you know, Vegas was hopeful, you know, Vegas fans were hopeful to get them. Um, and the Rangers got both of them. Uh, the Golden Knights did pick up a piece. Um, and we'll kind of dive a little bit into that. As well as some 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 goaltending kind of uh, musical chairs, uh, I, I guess we'll call it. Um, that's Paula at The Golden Wife on Twitter. I'm Jason at Vegas Fever Pod. Uh, this episode, of course, is sponsored by Inside the Rink. Um, a lot going on with the trade deadline coming in a couple of days, March 3rd. So what is that? Friday, Friday at Mm -hmm. 3 PM Eastern is the deadline. And there's already been, there's so many moves that have gone on. And for you guys out there watching us on YouTube and and listening to us, you know, anywhere where you get your podcast, it's very important that you go to inside the rank.com and to keep up with everything that's going on, uh, on this very, very busy day. Uh, that we've had so far. going to be a lot of stuff going yes, on. <laughs> yes, there there will be a live stream. More information will get posted through Inside the Rank at, at Inside underscore the underscore rank on Twitter for Friday. There will be something going on. There'll be a special. A whole bunch of us will kind of dive into it. Um, but it's probably a good time to kind of get going with our show here, our, our normal stuff. Golden Knights on the wrong side of... Shootouts lately, a couple of them. Uh, Laurent Brassois was involved in in them. There was an overtime win for Vegas and two shootout losses lately. A lot of overtime in general. Yeah, a lot of overtime. Vegas doesn't do well in the shootout, uh, not as well as they would like. I think they, you know, once that thing gets to gets to a shootout for whatever reason, uh, Vegas doesn't have Malcolm Subban anymore, who is the all time. Uh, uh, OG Hall of Famer, the goat of of shootouts, but we don't have him anymore. And I'm so sad about that. By the you way, you know it, what's sad? Since you bring up sad, <laughs> is the fact that Brassois hadn't played all year, and he gets in the game, and the guys in front of him can't earn him that victory. That's what's sad. Yeah, he made a spectacular save in one of these games. And they weren't able to earn him that victory. Now, getting a point is great, sure, because Vegas is still on top of the West and the Pacific. Not by much. Uh, A couple of points in the Pacific and one point in the West to Dallas. So without those points, it it would have been – Vegas wouldn't have this lead. So it's very, very important that they did pick up those points. Really. So basically, if they would have lost in regulation, they would be – they Fine. they probably would be everything is so tight right now in the top three spots four spots they could possibly be third or fourth wow yeah just be so look credit to 
you know, the team at the same time as, you know, we were really, really close. Um, and something that we want to do is finish up, you know, finish up the game and be able to earn those two points. Um, coming down the stretch, you know, we're going to be in a March here in a few hours and, <laughs> That's right. You know, I mean, I really think of that. Get as many points as you can because you got about five or five weeks, six weeks left in the season. I think the 12th or 13th of April is the last game. And Vegas is in a really, really good spot. They're in a better spot than I think a lot of people would think. The, in, the injuries at certain spots have missed them, but at certain spots are starting to come on. Um, we're having We're having issues with goaltenders. Uh, and that's something we'll get into uh, in just a little bit. Vegas did assure themselves a little bit more cap space. Uh, they were able to send uh, Vegas. We did talk about this a little bit. Yeah, so Ve- so Vegas Golden Knight legend Shea Weber, <laughs> not Shea Theodore, <laughs> Shea Weber, who Vegas got in the Evgeny Dodonov trade, which actually went through this time because they sent him to a team that he. Uh, would have liked to go to that wasn't on his no trade list. They get Weber. They immediately send his almost 8 million. I think it's like 7.8 it says 7.8 on the screen. I type that up. I guess, I, I guess that's what it, that's what it is. They send that to Arizona uh, for a little Mayo. Uh, this kid who they got his last name is Mayo and he ended up in Henderson. So it's just kind of a minor league piece for them. But importantly, now Vegas has maneuvering room cap-wise because if you think about it, Shea Weber's 7.8 is on there. Mark Stones is on there. Robin Lenners is on there. There's only so much you can, you, can, you can do financially with all these numbers. They were really up against it. So this gives them a little bit of flexibility um, for Vegas. And with that flexibility – uh, they were able to acquire uh, Ivan Ivan Barbashev. Barbashev. Yes. Not Barbasol, not barbecue sauce, not uh, Baba Gadoosh or whatever it is. It's Barbashev from St. Louis. A teammate of Alex Petrangelo's. They both won the Stanley Cup together in 2019. They send Zach Dean, who is playing in a league I don't really know anything about. It's not AHL. It's not ECHL. It's just, it, it ends in L or HL. I don't really know. But they sent him away. He was having a really good year, Zach Dean, wherever he was. I, I saw some stats. It was like 25 goals and like 49. It was, it was like something crazy. He was having a really, really good year. So um, Vegas gets Barbashev. Physical, not like not like quite like Ryan Reeves physical, but physical. Uh, he they will... need a new. Phys- they need another physical guy other than Coleslaw, whatever his name is. Keegan Colasar. Coleslaw. You say Coleslaw, and I'll correct you every time, and that's that's usually what happens. But the thing about Colasar is he is physical, but I think he just wants to get into a fight with you. Yeah, it's does, annoying. Does he ever do much else? Like you will <laughs> no. see a goal well, every yeah, now and then or an say, assist. This, this guy, I swear, maybe Ryan Reeves had a conversation. Maybe they, they had something where he was like, look, why don't you just go fight people? <laughs> maybe you'll, you know, 
maybe it'll fire up your team. And I think that's what he that's that's what he's about. So good for him. Barbashev actually can do a little hitting and back it up. So we'll, we'll take see. it. So we'll absolutely take it. Uh, his but it first, wasn't really anyone you were thinking about that they were going to get. I've like, heard this name. Okay, because you've never really brought them up. No, because um, Barbashev is a rental. If they don't sign him, he's gone on July, whatever it is for free agency. You were saying? I don't remember now. That's what happens when you interrupt people. Yep. That's right. <laughs> um, but Barbashev doesn't have a contract past this year. So, look, it's a couple million. I say this as someone who wishes they had a couple million. Okay, but in the grand scheme of things. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's been a long day, folks. <laughs> it, it's a couple million. If he gets you a Stanley Cup and he walks, you take it. But if you don't get one, I think you're going to want to resign. I, he's he's a decent third line dude. I don't think he's anything more. I think Vegas would have liked to add a Patrick Kane type <laughs> because he is a first line. We should have queued all the clips of you saying they were going to get Patrick Kane over the last I don't know how many weeks and <laughs> just played them right now. Just I thought I think it would be funny, but we I didn't do that. So especially you went on to the couple other podcasts and also talked about patrick king so i never claim to be an insider i never <laughs> claim to know sure. anything look we're in our closet okay <laughs> we're recording a podcast that we love to do i know i am no frank saravelli you know what i mean i am no guy okay this that, wasn't meant for a rant i'm just saying, just saying you know i, I make things I rants i i wish i would have compiled the there's gonna be rants coming um moving on so on top of that so barbashev not not a not a spectacular debut last night against colorado which vegas decided to not show up uh three nothing i mean it was the first goal was like right out of the gate the first goal was because aiden hill shit his pants that's what happened i think you did like a knee slide he does this thing where he takes his hand and he hits the side of his leg when he's really pissed it's better than hitting a wall sometimes he does like a double depending on the violation this would have been a triple he was a butt naked walking around the moon the moon the The moon moon. (laughs) with my moon the room um and just you know i walk i walk around in the comfort of my own home when there are no children I walk around naked. I'll own it. I don't care. Well, in your it's own comfortable. room because well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> just just in my own room. Anyhow, so it was a triple knee slapper. We'll call it that. Last night, Aiden Hill goes to play the puck, which I'm starting to be convinced. If you're not Mark Andre Fleury, um, oh, or my God. it's our Mark Andre Fleury minute. Mark Andre, we miss you. Uh, things are tough. Um, but, uh, we'll, we'll be okay. So wrapping it up with that, uh, <laughs> Aiden Hill goes to play the puck. He sends it directly off of a Colorado player into the net or to a Colorado player who then put it in the net. I don't know. I was so pissed off. I really don't remember. I've seen it a couple times. It's really irritating. Don't play the puck unless you're going to play the puck. Um, we also had a goalie goal from the Bruins. I think it was Linus Olmark. Empty net. He shot it in. First goalie goal in three years. Pekka Rene from Nashville was the last time there was a goalie goal. That is absolutely possible. My guy. Your guy. 
Yeah. Pecorine. Your guy. So it's Pecorini. I mean, it could if you say it fast and you're from like Saskatchewan, I guess it's Pecorini, eh? You know what I mean? I, 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 I guess it is. Um, but yeah, that started off the triple quadruple knee slapper of a night for the Vegas Golden Knights. Three nothing uh, was the final for Colorado after all those great, ga- great game shootouts over time just didn't didn't work out for Vegas. So another one that I've talked about on various podcasts and including this one. Hey, look, Timo Meyer not coming to Vegas. Yeah, you said that at the very beginning. You already said that he went to where? New Jersey. Yeah, that's what the NJ on the screen there is. Okay. It's, it's new. It's not that doesn't mean not joking. Uh, that means New Jersey. Nobody says it anymore. And, Moving on. And so <laughs> the Sharks got a haul for this guy. Like it was something that. So I feel like Patrick Kane would have been able to was attainable for Vegas because they only gave up a couple of picks. San Jose gave up a lot. They got, you know, they got some stuff, but they really gave up, gave up a lot to get Timo Meyer. So we got Ivan, though. So we got Ivan barbecue sauce, Barbasol, Barbashev. That's what we got. Uh, and we'll be very, very, very happy about that. Uh, hopefully Honestly, they need somebody who's going to like bring some life, some spunk, because they're just sometimes very lifeless. I I feel like we're in a situation right now where Vegas is in a good spot and I don't really want them to do too much. I feel like they didn't do anything at the deadline last year. Um, I believe it was last year. It's not broken. It just needs, it just needs some oil. It just needs a little bit of lube, you know, for, forget the lube. Let's okay, go to, let's, yes. let, let's go to this. Okay. So this is, this is, this is going to be the, um, kind of bread to the butter here. Aiden Hill was hurt for three games. He came back to back up Laurent Brassois the game before last night. Laurent Brassois got hurt somewhere in that game. And Laurent Brassois is now on the injured list. Okay. But Aiden Hill is back. Mm-hmm. Backing up Aiden Hill is um, Michael Hutchinson because Logan Thompson is still out. <laughs> Side note, Logan Thompson was seen today at a school from the Golden Knights Twitter doing some stuff for... I want to say it was reading week or it is reading week. Great. Or, great. Cause I have kids and I pay attention. It's, mm, it's mm. yeah. Look, it's reading week. Okay. So he's walking, he's walking Actually, with a lip. Special reading day. Okay. Anyway, that's good. This is good. So no, Lo- Thursday, sorry. <laughs> Logan Thompson is seen walking kind of with a limp, like an old school pimp. We'll say it like that. Okay. It's just a little bit of a limp. It's just a little bit. Of, hmm. Because he's mm. injured. What okay. do you expect from him? But what if he had... Okay, let's just say that limp is normal. Maybe maybe Logan... Do we think Logan's getting closer? with the, He's not on crutches. Right. He's not in a wheelchair. He doesn't and have a cane. he's out and about. So, so that would mean he's getting closer. He's not skating, but do we think he's... I'd love to ask Pete DeBoer. You know what I mean? If he was in front of me. Pete DeBoer, what do you... He's not the coach. Hold on. Just pretend to be Pete DeBoer. No. Just just be bald for one second. Okay. <laughs> no. Pete, Logan Thompson was was spotted um, at such and such elementary school. Is he getting closer? I don't know. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm not sure. Don't know. Gerard Gallant, did Alex Tuck have surgery? Not sure. All right. Moving on. 
that right. that that actually happened. I'm not ready to move on yet. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready to move on yet. We've hit that topic. Okay. We've oh, ho- nope, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Before I get to the Golden Knights needing a new TV home. Okay. Before I get to that, a name. I'm what not are you ch- doing? Just... Stop messing with my buttons. Okay, I'm, can you, baby? Just... Stop messing with my buttons. I like. I like. I like my buttons pressed a certain way. Look, anyway. Okay. What do the Golden Knights do? That was a triple knee slapper. In terms of any more moves at the, before the deadline on Friday afternoon. If it's not a forward or a defenseman, I don't think they need a defenseman. They need if, a goalie. <laughs> thank you. That's what I'm getting to. Now, a name that has popped up is Cam Talbot. Cam Talbot was with Marc-Andre Fleury in Minnesota. He was the starter in Minnesota. Then Marc-Andre Fleury came over, and we all know how that ended because he's Marc-Andre Fleury, the greatest of all time. Okay. So Cam Talbot, I believe he's in Edmonton. Not sure about that. I think so. He may be on the move. If Vegas can get him for cheap, I think they do it. Then their goalie room consists of Snake Hunter, Robin Leonard, Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill, Laurent Brassois, Michael Hutchinson, Cam Talbot, and a partridge in a pear tree. I like uh, Logan Thompson. <laughs> I think LT is the dude. He's just hurt, and it was really not. It was it was not good. It didn't look good. I hope he comes back soon because I think he's the guy. <laughs> I think he's a guy. I really do. So. There you go. We kind of got, you know, you kind of caught up on the player side of things. Something that's going on that is going to affect the Golden Knights and many other teams and areas of sports fans is the fact that Warner Brothers Discovery is going to leave the regional sports network business. They have the rights to AT&T Sportsnet, which the Golden Knights are on. The Pittsburgh Penguins are on there as well. The Utah Jazz and the NBA. There's a bunch of markets that are affected. There is something going on right now where, and, and it's happening a lot with Bally Sports. It used to be Fox Sports, but they were like bought out. Casino Bally's? No. Oh, okay. It's different. Not no. <laughs> I mean, may, maybe in some way. I'm not really sure. Is this like, like the Jackie Robinson that played for UNLV? <laughs> the Jackie Robinson that played baseball? Is that him? So, Bally's not the casino kind of started all this off okay so the market that we live in Ah. we live in let's just call it raleigh charlotte okay so the hornets play in charlotte and a lot of people in this area cannot see them because of blackouts like that everywhere this is not just here yeah but it's also because of a tv deal right so locally you should be able to see your own team on another station if you cannot see it on a package but we cannot do that here with the Charlotte Hornets. Okay, so my point is is that Bally Sports, which owns those rights to the Hornets, not the hotel, not the hotel. They also own the rights to the Hurricanes, but it's a little bit of a oh different rights. <laughs> They're able to see. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. They a few months ago decided that they're done doing the same. Warner Brothers Discovery is doing the same thing. It's becoming a trend. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the fix is. ESPN and the NHL might have to step in. But these teams are good until the end of the season. 
Um, it actually says March 31st and the season ends April 13th. So I don't know how those couple of weeks are going to be, but basically the Golden Knights are good until the end of the season. Then they will need a new home. Okay. That's basically, that's, that's, I have gotten to the summit (laughs) of the point. I'm sure they will get a new home. I'm sure. This is the second year of a big deal that ESPN has with NHL. And they are able to get the games through a lot of these regional sports nets, regional sports networks. This could make it better for teams because, for instance, there are a lot of folks in northern Nevada that cannot see the Knights because it's a blackout, I would imagine. Why would you do that? to people in your own state, Agreed. let alone the surrounding areas. But this has been a gripe for many games, many sports. This may change it. Okay. So it might not be the worst thing that happened. It's concerning. Will it get solved? I'm sure it will. However, um, this is kind of where we're at. And, moving on. Uh, moving on. So let's do this, folks. Vegas Varsity, at Vegas Varsity on Twitter. 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 Vegas, at Vegas Varsity on Twitter. VegasVarsity.com, <laughs> is, uh, has supplied me with this hat and that Shark Tank shirt. And there's so much more, uh, including a Vegas Knights collection, UNLV collection, Raiders, if you're into that, and uh, some high school sports in Vegas. And with our code VFP10, you can get an extra 10% off at checkout. Yes. So be sure and Please check out. support. Different unique things versus the stuff that you can get on Fanatics or Amazon and support local. Local businesses, very, very important, folks. Please support. Um, let's transi- transition here. Lady Rebels, start off with them, ladies first. They're the, they're the, they're, they're the queens of Vegas, let's be honest. Um, 17 games in a row. Perfect season at home. First time since 1979. First time ever at the Cox Pavilion. Ranked 22nd. You can't say enough about what uh, Lindy LaRock and her bunch have done. Yeah, we talked about it a bunch. We've seen so many um, really positive, encouraging things on Twitter. So. They had a really, really tough loss in the first round of the NCAA tournament in Arizona, and it's almost like it fueled them. They haven't, they haven't stopped since. I mean, twenty-six and two, seventeen games in a row. I, I have a. There's just a feeling, and I talked about this. We had Andy Yamashita on the show last week, and he was kind of feeling kind of the same way. The NCAA tournament for the women works a little bit differently than the men. It's the same, you know, it's, it's, it's the same concept. Meat of what you're trying. I'm I'm getting there. Okay. Getting there. It takes time. It's like a snail. Can I use the erectile dysfunction analogy again, or it doesn't, you know, never mind. Um, two more games for actually one more game for the Lady Rebels. Let's say they win that twenty-seven and two. They go in the conference tournament. If they don't win it, you don't automatically get in, and you have to use an at-large bid. 
I don't know how women's basketball has been this year. I don't – it wouldn't be a good feeling if UNLV was 29-3 and three and not a conference tournament champion, regular season champion. But that it, it works differently with – see, in the Mountain West with the men, if you win the regular season, you're usually in. The Mountain West will at least get two to three teams in every year. It doesn't work that way. The, comp, the quality of, of, of team is not the same. So the Mountain West in women's basketball is probably a one bid league. They might get two, but if UNLV is twenty nine and three, not thirty and two, I'm a little concerned they missed the field, and that's due to the fact that they did not get ranked until just recently. They rattled off; they had to rattle off fifteen wins in a row to get ranked. Hmm. One loss will could kill them. They don't really have a top seventy seventy five win. They're in a tough spot if they lose. I don't want to talk about just if they lose because let's just – they've beaten everybody. It's really, really hard to beat a team three times, and they're going to run into teams in the Mountain West Tournament that they got to beat three times. So that's a concern. However, kudos to Lindy LaRock and her bunch. What an amazing, amazing season, one that UNLV basketball in men or women have not seen. Mm Mm-hmm. In, t- in 2007, Long Kruger took the UNLV Rebels, you know, the Runner Rebels, to a th- they won 30 games, 30 and 7. That was including the tournament. Tark's last year would, was probably the year that resembles this Lady Rebel team the most in terms of record, not in terms of player. I do not want people to get misconstrued about the players then and the players now. But in terms of record, that's exactly what's gone on. Well, let's just hope they Do- win. Just total domination. I mean, look. Last game coming up, and then the conference tournament, which is in Vegas. They've had a couple of sellouts at the Cox Pavilion. Just you know, get get out there and support them. Same thing for the Running Rebels. Um, two games left. One Utah State is the senior day, you know, senior night, which is coming up tomorrow. And then they go to Reno, who they beat at the Thomas and Mack Center some weeks back. So you know, Nevada will be looking for some some payback the run rebels if things go their way and it's not so right now they're in the seventh spot they can make it to the top five a couple of losses a couple of wins in their favor a couple of losses by the teams ahead of them i think they it's gonna be tough we'll have to see they can slide they can slide all the way down to nine or ten and that's not where you want to be unlv is most likely going to have to win four games in four days it's not impossible um but it's tough. It's tough. Kevin Kruger is one victory away from um, matching his total from last year. They have 17. They had 18 all of last year. Could the NIT be in play for UNLV? Maybe. For the first time in a long time. I think the last time UNLV went to the NIT was one of Lon's early years. I think. It, he might have went I don't know. You know what? You know what's funny is that everyone bitches about UNLV doing this with this coach and this with that coach and firing Kevin and keeping Kevin that they don't remember that Long Kruger had this program besides his first couple of years, had him in the tournament every year. And we were spoiled. We said that the first round exit isn't good enough. We can't even get in. So watch your words, bite your tongues. A lot of stuff going on on UNLV Twitter about how what they should do with Kevin. Andy Yamashita, we talked to him. 
what you know we both kind of are in the same boat why would you why would you i agree why would you bother why would you start over who are you bringing in this program is not going to pay anybody so let the guy do his work now seeing six to eight people leave the program every year is concerning so you know what i mean but but getting rid of the head coach doesn't doesn't fix it neither does all these guys leaving so he's got to be able to grab a big fish like dj thomas who is a big fish and get some local products, get some good high school kids, a couple of transfer portal guys, let them build, everybody calm down. That's kind of where I'm at. Okay. Uh, at the Golden Wife over there on Twitter, Vegas Fever Pod is myself. Please subscribe to our show after you listen. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much, and please subscribe there as well. Next week, action-packed, amazing show. We've yes. got- Two guests. Yes, We've never done it, but we are going to. We're going we're to. We're going to try. We're going to try. <laughs> I can't promise anything, but we're going to try. Tom Mosser from the Mountain West Wire, a place that I wrote for uh, for a little while. We'll come on and talk about Mountain West uh, tournament. We are going to make our Mountain West tournament bracket picks because he is going to come on right before the tournament starts uh, for men's basketball. And then we will also have on. What else are we having on? Oh, I know who we're having on. Hold on. Stephen Marsh, that is his name. <laughs> Sorry, I got a lot of things going on here. Let's see, let me find this guy. Stephen Marsh, uh, journalist, reporter, broadcaster, Ice Time Southwest is going to join us. Um, proud Vegas native. Goes to a lot of Knights games, Go, you know, attends some practices. We're going to get his view yeah. on the trade deadline. Um, sorry, Steve, that I lost my train of thought there, but we'll fix it. So... Got a bunch coming up. Stay tuned uh, and be ready. And uh, we'll see you next week. From all of us here at the Vegas Viewer Podcast, see you later. Fearless.